And some people say, oh, you know, that's that's not good. You know, it's just it's kind of regular. That French elk throws that curve in there. Boy, that's that right. ain't no good. <laughs> hey, those, those people think that you just bring your bourbon over to my house that's and right. I'll just leave it, it for you. I leave mean, it over here with, with the bourbon road and we'll make sure that we get on down to the next mile marker. Just that's saying. right. The well, beautiful thing about bourbon <laughs> is everybody has their own thing that they really enjoy and like. So whether it's Pappy, whether it's for roses, makers, you know, Jim Beam, whatever it may be. We all have something that we really enjoy. Right. And so what, what the mainstream may say, if you enjoy to drink it, I mean, drink it, share it, tell people that you like it and keep going. Welcome to another trip down the bourbon road with your hosts, Jim and Randy. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. We would like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Logheads Home Center for supporting this episode of the bourbon road. Find out more about their fine rustic furniture at logheadshomecenter.com. You know, Randy, I really like recording third poor episodes. I think we got to do more of them. Oh, yeah, they're fun. They I, are. They just, they kind of go more where they want to. It's like a, a meandering river. It kind of just flows wherever it can go. Yeah, know? it seems like the last two have been kind of, uh, you know, like the competition based, you know, kind of blind tasting. Um, well, the first one was with the guys from the YouTube. And then we did this one last night with a couple of friends from that we hang out with on a regular right. basis here. Mike and Brian. Mike awesome and Brian. guys. And, uh, yeah, so this one was uh, was uh, bring your bottle under 20 bucks. Bring your bottle under 20 bucks. Bring and it, bring it in a brown paper bag. So we really were a brown bag in it. Right. So we didn't go through the whole trouble of trying to, you know, do all these pours in secret and everything. We just brought it in a brown paper bag just like a hobo. Well, we, we did have a little sophistication, Jim, in that we did not say, hey, take the take a swig pass it around yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so we had four bottles and and i don't mind telling the folks what we what were, what was brought before the episode i don't think that's gonna uh ruin anything it doesn't affect the score yeah it doesn't all. affect the score or anything we didn't know what they were but why shouldn't the listeners know oh yeah so we had uh, we won't say who brought what but uh, we had uh, uh fighting cock yeah, we sure had a good time with that name. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, somebody surprised us with Old Overholt. Right. And, and I'd never had it. And, and so, yeah, you'll have to listen to see what happened with that. Whew. And uh, JTS Brown, Bottled and Bond. JTS Brown, Bottled and Bond. Oh, that's bond. a bargain bottle right there. That's a cheap one. And, and I had never had that before. Yeah. And, uh, okay, there was a ringer, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. But let's be fair, it was purchased for $11 at the time. Right. So it met all the qualifications. So we had those four bourbons, and they all went head-to-head, and we all sort of drank them blind and scored them and then revealed them one at a time as we go through. So you don't have to wait till the end of the show. You just have to wait till the end of one bourbon to know what it was. So we had four sets. Yeah. If we were musicians, you could say we had four sets that we did. And it was a lot of fun. So, we yeah, just a, just a group of guys hanging out and had a good time and... Uh, uh, I think I think in all it's about an hour long, and uh, perfect for riding riding that mower. A lot of fun having Brian to, and Mike on yeah. though; those guys are a blast. A lot of fun, 
and a little nervous for their first time on air, I think. But, uh, but you know how, how it is. The second half always goes well. Yeah, know, it does. So. Yeah, third and fourth bourbons. We were really rocking and rolling, weren't we? I hear you. All right. Well, I think we got to get to it. All right. Sounds good, Jim. Here right, we buddy. go. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. Randy Minnick. And we're here again, the Bourbon Road, ready to record another podcast. But we've got something different today, Randy. What do we got? Oh, well, you've arranged this, Jim. So why don't you tell us? You know, we, I think this is what we call a third pour. That's right. Another third pour episode. This is our second third pour episode we've done. And uh, we've got some friends with us today. So we've got... Uh, well, introduce your friends there, Jim. Well, why don't we let them introduce themselves? There you go. Sounds good. I'm Mike. Uh, just met old Jim here at a bar down in Shelbyville, Kentucky. And we started talking about bourbon and... And off we went. So would you call yourself a bourbon fan, a bourbon uh, uh, outsider, a bourbon insider? How would you how would you how would you categorize I'm, yourself? I'm just a bourbon drinker. You I think uh, just enjoy it and enjoy life, and you meet new friends talking about it. And um, I'm not a Kentucky boy. I'm I'm from Texas, but uh, I sure love this good brown water you guys have here. Yeah. And how long have you been drinking bourbon? I'd say I. You know, in high school, I drank bourbon a little bit, Jim Beam here or there. You know, you could sneak some. Um, but about, I'd say, 12 years now, um, my wife bought me a nice bottle for an anniversary gift one day, and off I went. And then here we moved to Kentucky, and um, I started buying a bottle here, buy a bottle there, and sharing it with my friends. And, uh, you know, I don't think any friend's going to push away a nice bottle of bourbon. That's right. You kind of got the bug now, right? I do. I, I, I caught it hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Brian. I've known Jim for... 10 years, probably 10 years. Yeah. About 10 years or so. I've uh, been chasing bourbon, drinking it 20 years. Uh, just like to share it, drink it, pour it, trade it. So you've been, uh, you've been actually doing this bourbon hunting game for quite a while. Yeah. A little bit too long. Yeah. You've taken a break recently, right? Now I you're kind of getting back into it a little bit. Absolutely. Taking a break, uh, just getting back into trying to, just trade bottles. Yeah. Find good people that I care about. And if I have something they want, just see what we can do. Well, no. by the time you get to the end of the bottle, you, y'all may care about each other anyway. And whether you did it, <laughs> that's <before>. right. <laughs> yeah. We were over at his house last night. He's christened a new bar. So got a new oh, bourbon wow. bar in his basement. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we poured some fun stuff and poured some pretty terrible things and had a good time with it. All right. Well, guys, welcome to the show. Nice to have you. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks. So what we're going to do today is we're going to have sort of a, sort of a blind, I'll explain this for the listeners. We're going to have kind of a blind pour. And what we've done is we've each brought a bottle under $20. So we've gone to the store and we've each bought a bottle under $20. Uh, no rules other than that. It just needs to be bourbon, right? And right. uh, and so what we've done, we've got our bags and paper bag. We've got our bottles and paper bags, just like a hobo. <laughs> And uh, we're each going to pour, and then we'll talk about the bourbon, what we think about it, tasting. Now, the only person in the group that's going to know what we're drinking will be the guy that poured it from his paper bag hidden bottle. Yeah, we all look like a bunch of bums with our little <laughs> brown bag bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we'll we'll talk about the bourbon a little bit. We'll um, kind of, you know, kind of score it. And I think the best way for to score this is we'll give uh, up to five points for the for the nose, for the smell. We'll give five points for the taste, and then we'll give five points for the finish. So 
Let me just say this. If it's a one, it scores a one, it means it's absolute swill. Don't want to drink it. If it's a five, it's the best darn bourbon you ever tasted in life. So three is about a good average bourbon. So somewhere, use use your best judgment. None of y'all are going to get a five. I'm still on the quest for the perfect bourbon. <laughs> so we'll go through these one at a time. And then, you know, before we reveal each one, and we'll reveal them after we drink each one, uh, we'll try to guess at it. Take a few guesses, see if we can try and figure out what it is, and uh, just have fun. Guys. I got a feeling Jim's going to win this one. No, why do you say that? <laughs> We're looking at your collection over there in the corner. That's how we know. <laughs> Blind is a great equalizer. You guys know that. Yep, it is. It is. All right. Well, let's get started. What do you say, guys? Now, this is uh, this is a bourbon that Mike brought, and uh, you don't tell us anything about it, but uh, it's already in our glass. And let's uh, let's take a nose on it and taste. And cheers, guys. It's a little alcoholy, but not too bad. It's been in the glass for a couple of minutes here, so it's had that had that room to walk. Yeah. Well, mine's more like antifreeze. It seems to be running. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's got a sweet nose. It does. And it now, does. If, you, if I was to just judge on the nose, I'd go, "Hey, this is a little, little be drinkable stuff." Vanilla yeah. there. Yeah, definitely a little yeah. bit of vanilla. It's got uh, it's got a little bit of youth to it. Yes, you um, can tell that. Yeah. But I'm not getting a lot of oak on it. A little bit of little bit of fruit. But then your general caramels and vanillas are there. All right. What do we say, guys? Take a sip. That's a sweet bourbon. It's kind of a the color on it's like a a little bit darker than a golden amber. Kind of <clears throat> finishes with that peppery taste, a little bit of like white pepper, maybe. But I was expecting a little more bitter than I got, mm -hmm. actually. You can tell there's youth, but I wasn't, you know. Not too bad. But no. It finishes sweet. There's not there's not any dryness to that finish at all. And it rounds the corner quick. I'm not getting so much of the fruit on the on the palate. But it is a little bit, it, is, it does bring out the floral of it. But man, that really enhances the nose once you get a sip of it. Oh, yeah. All right. Everybody had enough time with the bourbon? All right. We're going to finish with you, Mike, since you did the pour. We don't want to hear your ideas on it until last. So let's start with uh, let's start with Brian. Brian, you've got uh, five points to give to the three different areas. Um, what do you think about uh, the nose on it? I think I'm going to go uh, probably. Let's go with a two on the nose. Okay, and you guys can use decimal places like. Fractions, if you want, like let's two and a half. Or let's go two and a half. Now, I just want to remind all three of you, I'm quite larger than all three of yeah. you. So <laughs> easy on you my know, bourbon now. I was sitting there thinking that, Mike. I was going, you know, he might beat our, uh, if we, <laughs> we don't score him like he thinks it needs to be scored. I'm closest to the yeah. stairs and I can run fast. That's all right. Let's <laughs> go two and a half. Two and a, oh, I'm you, you influenced it. Well, I, did, I, didn't know, I didn't know we could do the decimal point. So yeah, two and yeah. a half. Okay. Fair enough. And the taste? I'm going to go with two on the taste. Two on the taste. So you like the nose a little bit better than the taste. I like the nose better than the taste. A little bit. And the finish. Let me try one more. Yeah, go ahead. I'm very curious to hear what Jim has to say about this. Well, you know, he'll tell you exactly what he thinks. That's for sure. Oh, I will. I think I'll go with the two. A two. On the finish. A two. Okay, so Brian, you've got a two, a two, and a two and a half for six and a half points. All right. For me, the nose, it's a little, it's a little hot, but it's very sweet. I'll probably give this a two and a half on the nose. I'd kind of echo Brian there a little bit. 
The taste, you know, there's there's not much on the front end. Most of the sweetness comes on the middle of the tongue and the, and, and the finish. But the finish doesn't last very long. Uh, so I'm kind of talking about taste and finish at the same time. I would probably give this uh, a two on taste and probably a, I don't know, maybe a two and a half on finish. And I've got, it gives me seven. A seven. <clears throat> okay. Seven out of 15. So it's a 50 percentile. <clears throat> Gotcha. Well, the nose for me was better than I expected. Okay. And I don't know if it's because it's the first one we're, we're you know, and I haven't had any in two or three days or whatever, you know, so I, I have to get acclimated. But because it surprised me so much, I'm going to give it about a 2.85, actually. Oh, okay. You know, because it, it just, it surprised me. He's going to make me do math. Exactly. <laughs> um, the taste, though disappointed me after the nose so I, I probably would do you know like a 2.25 you like something. that peppery finish uh the finish to me was a lot better yeah um you said 2.25 on the taste yeah i'm gonna do decimals because we're gonna be splitting hairs pretty soon i have a feeling yeah you know yeah. it just it just gonna work that way um the finish to me was probably a two and a half it was uh, after you know, after that nose, I was expecting something a little bit, but that it did have that good peppery on the on the on the finish of that. So, well, I'm not going to do the math on that till later because you uh, got a point eight five in there for me. So. Oh, I'm sorry, that's <laughs> all right, not, not a problem. Well, well, you can throw it over here, and I'll figure it out for yeah, you later. There you go. All right, Mike, what do you think? This is your bourbon, my friend. I would say it was about a two and a half on the nose. Um, has a nice. It smells like. Almost if my wife was making zucchini bread in the house, that's that's kind of the smell I get from it. Kind of gives me that happy feeling. Um, probably a um, two on the palate. And then uh, I, I don't like peppery bourbon. I'm, that's just not me. That's not my my thing. Probably like probably like Randy a little bit. Um, so I, I'd give it a two on the finish, too. Okay. It's two. just not. That's not my thing. I was trying to come here and win Jim over on my bourbon. Now, <laughs> now this isn't something that you've had before. So I, I hadn't had it. Um, I actually talked to the owner of the shop where I got it at. Um, I did my research on it, and um, I thought it could compete very well. Okay. I thought it was going to be a good good bourbon. It is a young bourbon. So, All right. Well, let's talk about this bourbon a little bit. I've got a couple questions for you, and we can all ask you questions. All right. Um, so, obviously, it's less than $20 because that was a rule. 1995 and the shop I went to, he, he's a little higher than, than okay. some. If I would have brought it at uh, Kroger or one of the, the big package stores, I probably would have been looking at about 1799. So, okay. All right. Anybody with any questions? What was the proof on this? 103. 103. 103 yeah. proof. I'm trying to think now what's 103 proof. Sometimes you just got to enjoy the ride and look out the window, Jim. You don't, you don't have to sit there uh, and try to figure out yeah, how fast big, big going, distiller, man. small distiller. <laughs> Probably one of the largest distillers out there that, yeah. that come out this to compete. Yes. What about age? So when this first came out, it was a six year. Um, and the distiller, for whatever reason, they, they took that six year off there. And uh, so everything that's in the bottle is four years or, or older. All right. Big reveal, <laughs> buddy. I don't have a guess for it. So this is Heaven Hill's uh, Fighting Cock. Oh, this is Fighting Cock. Made, fighting cock, made to compete huh. with Jim's Wild Turkey 101. Yeah, I know, I, I know Jason on the Mash and Drum just did a head-to-head -head with this against old Granddad 114. 
and it actually fared pretty well. Really? Against Old oh. Granddad. Yeah. And Old Granddad's a higher proof, too. So yeah. all the all the reviews on it were great. Um it, it's still a, a twenty dollar bourbon all day long, but it was made to compete against Wild Turkey and um I think it does all right. It I could drink this. Yeah. So all the scores kind of averaged, uh, you know, between the six and seven and a half range. So that's kind of an average bourbon. Our top score is 15. So we're right in the middle there somewhere. So this is a good average bourbon, I think. I don't think it excelled in anything, but uh, hey, I was glad to try it. Quite quite surprising for the, it. the bottle doesn't, to me, looks like a, it's almost like a wine bottle or something. And they got a funny logo on there. And it's got um, kind of a clear plastic label on it, doesn't it? It, it does. It not what you think on a bourbon shelf, but it does stick out. It it definitely sticks out there. It's got that big fighting cock on it. So yeah. All right. So now that we finished scoring mics, we're going to move on to Brian's and Brian has uh, poured his and we're ready to start on it. Um, don't tell us anything. That's we're a generous gonna, pour. It is a generous pour. This one actually looks uh, about the same color as what we just drank. I think, I think we're going to find that today. Probably might, might be a little lighter. I yeah, like- maybe just a hair. Maybe just a hair. All right. Cheers, guys. All right. This one doesn't have much of a nose at all. Hmm. Interesting. What little bit I am getting is kind of a uh, little fruity corn, but it's kind of it's very light nose on it. I'm not getting a lot of alcohol. Randy, what do you think? The legs look good on this one. She's got She's got good legs. I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> <laughs> not as much alcohol for sure. If you try, if you know, you know, when I open my mouth, I'm starting to get the. Yeah, I'm, get I'm getting, uh, you know, I'm getting a little bit of a kind of a musty nose on it, just a little bit, it's kind of like a warehouse must. Maybe he cheated. You never know. You never know. He brought a, a so, he brought brought a ringer, huh? So maybe we get, maybe you thought you said a hundred and twenty. Yeah, hey, yeah. You, this you, was twenty dollars in nineteen seventy four. That's the pro. <laughs> that's right. Nobody's tasted it yet. So is that cheating if it was twenty dollars in nineteen seventy four? I don't know. That's when he bought it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was below twenty dollars, <laughs> right? At the time. I'm ready to taste it though. Another um spicy, peppery kind of bourbon there. But I'm getting uh I'm getting a little bit of raisin plum on it though. A little fruit on that back end there. Yep. This is sweet, but it's not as sweet as that fighting cock. Finish kind of just disappears, doesn't it? A little bit. Yeah, but this has got a little bit better uh, viscosity to it. It's kind of mm-hmm. it's sticking to my sides of my mouth. A little oilier. And, yeah, a little of, oilier. Yeah. I definitely get that plum taste out of this right here. And this kind of reminds me a little bit of a Barton product. Yeah, I mean, I can see from the paper bag and shrouded bottle that it doesn't have the right shape. So, <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I think they're too expensive. Actually, I kind of like this one. You're right, Randy. Not a not a big huge finish on it. it. It's not. It's almost like it went straight from the front of your mouth to the back end and just disappeared. You yeah, know, I agree. I was like, you know, where did the where did it where did my round the corner come from? You know, where is it? Not not much nose. Yeah. Not a finish. Now, had you tried this one before? I've never had it. Oh, okay, just went in. I was like, you know what, this is gonna be fun. Let's try something a little different. There's nothing wrong with that. That's Go with it. Yeah. Well, you never know. There's a lot of bottom shelf heroes. You just don't know about them. That's right. And soon you won't be able to get them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, let's go ahead and uh, and Brian, you, we won't start with you. So in this case, I guess I'll begin. 
for me, uh, the nose on it was almost not present. It was kind of very light. Uh, the little bit of nose I did get, it was okay. I mean, it was fine. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't anything that drew me to take the first drink. You know, once that nose to sort of draw you into that first drink, right? That first sip. So I'm going to give it probably a, I'm going to give it a two. Now the taste for me, a little bit better than the nose, but not by much. Um, I think what little finish it had was probably the best part of it for me. Uh, so I'm going to go with two on the taste. I'm going to do 2.5 on the finish. Okay. So, so I'm at a 6.5. I hear you. And mine's going to be pretty similar. Um, probably about a two on the nose. Like you said, what, what I did smell on there was actually, you know, I was going, okay, this may be pretty solid. Nothing to get excited about, right. but you know, the taste, man, I'm, I'm just going to have to, I don't want to give anybody less than a two, especially if it's drinkable. So yeah. I'm going to have to go with about a two on the, on the taste. I, it just didn't round the corner for me, Bryce. Sorry about that, buddy. And then like the, the finish just was gone. You know, I just do a two on the finish and be yeah. done with. So this we thing. have to be kind of fair to yeah. these these bottom shelf bourbons. We know they're going to be younger bourbons, so the finish tips to develop more in bourbons that have a little more age on them. Right. Maybe maybe not so much in a four year or, or so bourbon, but they start to really develop at six years and higher. Right. So you gave it a six overall. All right, Mike, what do you got? I'd say a two on the nose. It's I'm along the same line as you guys. They. uh it just wasn't there. Um, same thing on the taste. I, th- I think it is a, it, it's at that two. It's not surprising or nothing. It's not going to overwhelm you. Um, and the same thing on the finish. Uh, that back end is just, it's not there. It, it's it's quick. Yeah. So it's kind of like drops off the cliff. Yep. yep. It does. Yeah. Nothing, nothing against Brian. No worries. No but, worries. Uh, no it's, worries. Uh, it's still a, a very drinkable bourbon. All right, Brian, what do you got? Your bourbon. Yeah, so I'm going to be a little more uh, tough on this one. Okay. Four, four, um, four. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, well, let's, let's remember what a one is now. A one that's is right. absolute now, is swill. This, yeah, if yeah. this is Pappy's, then we're all in trouble. That's right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, uh, with the nose, I mean, there's not, there's not anything really there. So, it's kind of hard to give it a one just because it's not existent. But... Uh, Probably one and a half. Okay. One oh, and a half man. on the nose. That's, and then that's really uh, it's tough on himself. I'm telling you. You know, the taste. I'm going to be generous. I'll go with the two. Okay. And uh, the finish. Man, it's tough. Might follow Randy here, go like a 1.85. <laughs> okay. We'll do the math on that later. That's yeah. right. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. So we have got. Um, our scores in, but let's let's go ahead and ask him some questions. Major distiller, yes or no? To be determined. I have not researched the bottle that much. Okay, so is this one of the big three or four well-known uh, uh, manufacturers? Honestly, I have no idea. We're gonna have to look at the bottle. In <laughs> oh, a okay, okay. So it's one of those. It's one of those. All right. Yes. You got a proof for us? One hundred. One hundred. Uh oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed that at all. I would have thought in the ninety somewhere. Yeah, uh, eighty three. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, eighty six. You know, like the old Forester. And, and you know, yeah. honestly, I did no research. I went in. I was like, "What's under 20? 
grab and go. Started looking around. I was like, hey, I haven't seen that really too much. So do you have an age on it? Uh, it's going to be four plus. I don't know, Randy. What do you think? And they don't pay me enough to think. Um, is it bottled in bond? Yes, it is. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Shabam. <laughs> Old granddad. No, sir. You want to take a peek? Yeah, let's reveal it. What are we drinking here? Got to take the paper bag off because I have no idea. I'm kidding. Old overhaul. Uh, I have never I, had I, this. That was, I almost got that right there, but <laughs> yeah. it, it is harder to find than you think it is. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, is I would not, I did not guess it as a rye. I knew it was spicy, but I didn't guess it mm-hmm. as a rye. It it was not as spicy as I expected. Now, see, I'm kind of a fan of old overhaul, and here I am tasting it blind and scoring it kind of low. So, hey, what what about blinds, guys? I mean, this really tells the true story, doesn't it? That's right. Overholt, old Overholt's an old brand, been around a lot of years. Wow, Brian, good job. I love the twist. This is great. Yeah. All right, so now that we've finished up that one, we're going to move into the next porch, Randy's. But before we do, I want to know what you guys been drinking on. What's what's in your bar lately? Mike, what have you been drinking on? Um, You know, I, I love that wilderness trail. Um <coughs> Their sweet mash, that, that stuff is great. And I really love how that distillery treats veterans down there. I to me that that means everything. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it makes their bourbon taste better, but it to me it seems it does. But I actually, uh, me and my wife went down to Lux Row the other day. Yeah. And uh Rebel Yell Tenure. Oh. To me, that might be some of the best bourbon on earth right there. I love it. Um and and the way they they cater to veterans down there, free tour, free tastings. Um, active duty military, retired military. They they don't care. They're gonna they're gonna treat you right there. And to me, that means a lot. We should be paying back to our veterans and and giving as much as we can to those guys for what they did. And you know, just like you, Jim and and Brian. Thank you guys for your service. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you. you guys for your service. Yeah. Brian, what have you been drinking on? Well, you saw the bar last night. I did see the bar. I. uh Playing around with a little bit of everything. Uh, the uh, Limestone gave that a shot. Oh, did you? Did you open that? Was that the rye you opened up? Opened up the rye and then the the wheat. So gave both of those a shot. Uh, broke in the uh, Four Roses. The Small night. Batch Select? The Small Batch Select. Oh, yeah. Yes. One of my faves. So played around with some of those. It was kind of a long night last night. Yeah. Well, but, Melanie uh, and I had to check out early. Sorry about that. But we had family coming in. But quite a shindig and definitely appreciate being invited over. We had a oh, good yeah, time. Yeah. We really did. And he's got a heck of a bar, guys. We're going to have to gather around the bar someday. Absolutely. Randy, what have you been drinking lately? Um, actually, uh, the last I took was a trip down memory lane and had some Blantons, believe it or not. There you go. Um, good one. We've got a, you know, the nonprofit that that I'm the director of. Uh, we've got a fundraiser coming up this next weekend and so one of the uh one of the items up for auction is the the old plant the stave from Buffalo Trace that has all the plantains tops right. in. Okay, you can't get nice. them anymore because they're doing them round now and people make their own, but this was one of the original that has the Buffalo Trace on it and I was like, you know, let you, me go take me a little trip down memory lane and do a little blend. You could probably hook him up, couldn't you? I think I can take care of you. Okay. What about a uh, straight from the barrel? Hey, let's do it. Would that be good? Oh, that would be great. Yeah, yeah man. That's some good stuff, isn't okay. it? Okay. 
we can do it. For me, uh, Mike picked me up a bottle of Old Ezra 7, and uh, I put it to rest the other night. It's gone. That, that poor thing. That poor thing. I, I forgot to actually text I buried, you. I, I buried it in the backyard. Case of that. So. <laughs> Old Ezra. I don't know that I've ever had any old Ezra. Yeah, they got a seven-year-old, and it's pretty darn tasty. Um, it's not in my particular profile, but it's a good bourbon. I mean, it's a good bourbon. I, I think, you know, it's one that uh, I would probably recommend. And the reason I would recommend it is because I think it would be a big fan for a lot of people. It just for me, you know, everybody's got their own taste buds and what they like and, and what they lean towards. That's not one of mine, but I didn't let a drop of it go to waste, Mike, and I appreciate it. No, no problem. All right, Randy, we're ready. All right, do it. What, what did you bring? No, well, don't, don't tell know. us. Why'd you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I am looking at uh, probably the darkest of the three so far, maybe, uh, but not by much. I would say a little bit. I agree. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Mike's glass. His is darker than mine. And why is that? I think it's just the lighting in here. Yeah, it's just it, the lighting. It's a nice dark bourbon. Yeah, it's a, it, but it's it's marginal. It's a very small amount of difference. I think it's definitely closer to the first. Second was lighter. Oh, now that's got a little bit. Uh, I like that nose. I was thinking oh, graham crackers. Yeah. Well, now, now I could get graham crackers. I was thinking brown sugar. You know what I'm saying? Molasses yeah. kind of brown thing. Brown you know? sugar. I'm yeah. thinking oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like, sugar. Oh, like, there you go. Like on nutmeg yeah. and allspice and, and, and everything nice. Nutmeg, allspice, everything nice. Kind of ba- baking kind of spices. Oh, yeah. Sor- sorghum. Sorghum. Hey, sorghum. I get a little bit of deep now. south there for hey, you, Randy. You I'm go. not getting the sweetness of it, but I am getting the spice of it. Well, the sweetness is there for me, but. And you know what? There's a little bit of alcohol there, but it's not too much. It's not off-putting, I think. Definitely a lot more nose yeah. than the last one. A whole lot more. And the legs, um, the legs do form, and uh, they're a little thin, but not too bad. Let's taste it, guys. A little thin, yeah, maybe. Oh, that's tasty. I think, Randy, did you cheat a little bit I, here? I may have. You, oh, <laughs> man. I may have. You, you, you got to do what you got to do. Now, you might be able to fool us with who made it and what the proof is and all that, but you can't fool us good or bad bourbon. That's good bourbon. Can you, can you trust these Georgia boys? No. <laughs> huh? I've been living in Kentucky too long. Of course you can't. Of course you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, guys. You, you know Jimmy Carter. You, can you trust these Georgia boys? Uh, yeah, you can trust Jimmy Carter. Regardless of what you think about his politics, he was an honorable man. I, I, I'll tell you what. I know the man personally. I've had conversations with him, um, him and Ms. Rosalind. And, you know, although him and I may not agree always, uh, I'm telling you, you won't find a better humanitarian yeah, out there. Yeah, he's a good guy. I, I, when uh, talking to them up at the Carter Center, you know, they're they're planning on the the Carter Center is planning on putting an end to what they call river blindness in Africa in the next ten years. So you, you gotta give him thumbs up and kudos for that. They yeah. are they're really trying to make the world a better place. Yeah, I think oh, oh Jimmy Carter, he's built a lot of houses for a lot of people. He for sure has. Habitat yeah, he's, for bro- he's driven some nails, hasn't he? He, he sure has. And <laughs> you know, I've I've been out there and seen what he's done before and uh he, he'll get right on site and build a house just with everybody else. Brian, what do you think about that one? That's pretty tasty. Yeah, it is. I'm enjoying that. Randy, 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 come to win. I, I did not know it was a competition. No, like Randy this. just came to not lose. That's how what Randy did. Oh, Jim was talking man. about making me eat some and drink some some 
Some crow. Some some crow. I mean, that that is a bulldog. That is a bulldog football player. Here's the the deal, guys. Here's the deal. Now, we're not going to do first, second, third, fourth place, all that kind of stuff. But we are going to say that whoever gets the highest number of points here can go pick anything off the bar over there. For the other three to drink. no, no, to drink themselves. I mean, oh, there's okay. some B-Tacs over there. There's <laughs> oh. some good stuff. Now, I was over here the other night, and this is what Jim said, right? Jim said, anything over on that shelf, the loser's got to drink. Now, and Mel, his wife was like, hey, you going to clear that off and put some other? He didn't clear it off. So I see what's over there to drink, and uh, I'm, I'm fine with losing tonight. I was going to say, oh, yeah, then, no, put that, me on a desert island with any of that over there. Yeah, I I'm, I'm okay. good. Yeah. Okay. So that, Jim made mistakes. Yeah. yeah I have made I'm mistakes. even okay with that plantation. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, the, the E.H. Taylor barrel proof <laughs> and the Elijah Craig barrel proof, I think, don't get to be in the loser's pile. <laughs> See, now he's changing the rules on the guy. Jim, Jim, Jim started to get nervous when I started telling uh, that story. Uh, <laughs> I know. You know, I was so busy trying to get ready for all this. I was like, oh, man, I forgot to do that. Of course, there's a there's an infinity bottle over there, too, that you can pick mm. from, which is basically where I pour all the dregs from all my bottles into. So, anyway. All right, you know, fellas. I, I don't know that I've ever had any bad infinity. No. I, I don't know that I ever have. Yeah. It's like the good stuff in there just raises what's at the bottom up, and it's always good well, stuff. Well, you know, when you have like a really rough bourbon that's not your favorite, one that you kind of use for mixers and so forth when it gets kind of low you don't put it in your affinity bottle so it's usually just the good stuff that makes it in there right well depends on who you ask yeah i guess so all right i'm ready to hear some votes what do you think guys mike we're gonna start with you man all right all right i'd say on the nose i'd I'd give it a a 2.5 uh for me it's it's there but it's just not Overpowering. Overpowering yeah, or anything. Get I get that. Um, I'd say on the taste, I'd give it a 2.75. Uh-oh. We got, we, we got, we got, got the a, decimals happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going deep. <laughs> and I'd say a, maybe a three on the finish. All right, is that our first three right there? That's our first three. First three. <laughs> now, remember, on a, on a scale of... One to five, two point five is middle of the road. Right. So three is above average. So that's a C plus or B minus. Yeah. I right. look at it. There you I, go. I guess right. you, you want to look at it. You have to way. say on Randy's if you if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Is that what Georgia says? See why? Why? why that, that's kind of more of Alabama saying. Alabama saying. You know. I mean, I think we could all say, hey. Roll tight could roll somewhere oh, else. Hey, you know, <laughs> amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. You know, we're in Kentucky. I am Georgia. The wife is Florida. You know, it's it's okay. Let's see if we can't get Clemson and Alabama out of there this year, maybe. That's you right. Know? Who do you root for, Georgia or Alabama? You know, what really? Yeah. Brian, where are you at? I think we're taking just a step above. So I'm going to go uh, two and a half on the nose. We're going to go uh, two and a half on the taste. Randy says, take your time. Yeah. <laughs> just keep Georgia out of your mouth, and, uh, <laughs> out of your mind, and just go ahead and do it on taste. No, bi- no biased opinions here, okay, Brian? I mean, I am kind of a big BBN fan. I know. So what can you say? <laughs> be nice if we can beat you one time. Uh, I'm going to go 2.75 on the finish. All right. 
We're definitely on the upward swing here, guys. I think that's because we're the scores are going up as well, we go. I mean, yeah. it's definitely better. Right? Well, I mean, it's, no, it's yeah. never it's it's never good to be first because there is an acclimation period. No, I'm serious. That's, that's, right. that's, that's, that's so, Mike. Sorry that your fighting cock had to go first tonight, but. But Georgia will take those field goals any day. <laughs> but you're not in last place. You went first, but you're not in last place. Yeah. All right. All right. For me, the nose on this, I like it. I really do. Uh, I'm at a three. Um, the palette, I like it. I think I'll stick with a three on that, too. I, we're, we're at threes here. The finish for me is the hero on this bourbon. I think it's got an excellent finish. And I think if I look at the numbers here, everybody kind of agrees with that. Yeah. So I'm going to go 3.25 on the finish. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm up to 9.25 overall. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. I'm going to be scored it a little high, but, you know, I think it's I think it's a darn good bourbon, Randy. Well, it's it's been nice knowing you all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's losing here. No. no, no. We're not. And and this is one that I personally would give threes all the way across the board. It just it's just solid. Oh, like so that. is that what your score is? Yeah, your three I, all the way across. I would probably do three across the board on this one here. Okay. Um, if I got stuck somewhere and this is all I had to drink, I'd be fine. Yeah. I'd you guys be fine. asking him any questions? What's the, what's the proof on it? One hundred. Uh oh. Okay. Age. Six years. I'm guessing it's a bottled bond. Yep. And I didn't buy it. It was gifted to me. Okay. I just didn't have a chance to go buy and get anything. You all don't understand what I had to go through this last weekend. <laughs> and so, anyway. I'm, I'm thinking the Heaven and Hill bottled and bond. That's, that's exactly what, what it is. Wow. Good job, Mike. But it, it was less than 20 bucks hey. back in the day when you could get it. Let's that's just right. put it that Great way. bourbon. Yeah. Um. I've only got like a half a bottle at my house, and then we keep it inside the cabinet, kind yeah, of hidden away. You don't want anybody going in there messing. Nobody with that. needs that because I got a couple of buddies that Jim Jim's seen. They they don't care what kind of bourbon it is. If you they put it out for those guys, they will, they will drink that bottle. Now you want to you want to share your bourbon with your friends, oh, but you want it. you want to share it with people who could appreciate what yeah, you're pouring. And enjoy, enjoy it, yeah. That's and those great. guys do, and I, that's why we put it out. And, yeah, you know that bottle's kind of hidden away from I, from everybody. No, and, Absolutely. and what's interesting is when we were interviewing Brian Brian Hara. Yeah. Um, bourbon Justice. Hera, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, Brian Hera, Bourbon Justice, he, he uses the six-year Heaven and Hill as his measure for all bourbons. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he, he's saying, you know, if I can buy this for, and it used to be $11, then it moved up to 13 and then it went up a little bit higher right before it disappeared it was on the ship. When right, right. I got this. It was about and now it's on secondary for $50 a bottle. Yeah. You know, I can't right. get it. Uh, well, there's nothing wrong with saying no. That's right. When somebody wants to taste something, say, well, you know, that's kind of special. Yeah. We're going to hold off on that. Maybe a you special know, my, my excuse we'll is, Brian, oh, that's one of my wife's favorites. Thank you. Excuse me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that at all. And nothing then, wrong and with then that I, at all. Later I hear about it. Why are you trying to get me in trouble? But, huh. you know. So. All right. Well, that was great. like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Logheads Home Center for supporting this episode of The Bourbon Road. Logheads Home Center, nestled in the hills of Kentucky, is an industry leader in building handcrafted rustic furniture. Family owned and operated, they take pride in offering only the very best for their customers. 
the log heads, and that's what they like to call themselves, are skilled woodcrafters who are passionate about creating rustic furniture for people who appreciate the beauty of natural wood. Owners Tommy and Gwen don't just sell the rustic lifestyle, they live it. And you can be sure that Logheads Furniture will always be handcrafted in Kentucky by artisans who embrace the simple way of life. Logheads Rustic Furniture is made from northern white cedar, a sustainable wood that's naturally rot and termite resistant. Its beauty and quality will add warmth to your earthy lifestyle for generations to come. Be sure to check out everything they have to offer at logheadshomecenter.com. And while you're at it, give Tommy and Gwen a shout on Facebook or Instagram at Logheads Home Center. Okay, so we are now on our fourth pour of the night. This is my bottle. and uh, But before we do, I want to ask you guys a few questions. Okay, well, go, just ahead, one qu- go ahead. Yeah. This is a four pour. You know, where have you been in Louisville and surrounding areas? It's kind of interesting to you. Restaurants, bars. What have you seen lately? Uh, tours, distillery tours that you might want to shout out as a recommendation to people if they're coming to town? I don't get out much. <laughs> Um, I, I, oh, go, no, go ahead. I'd say the, uh, not in Louisville, but, um, over in Frankfurt, the, the stave. Yeah. We, we checked that place out and the stave, what, what is it? What is the stave? The small little restaurant, um, right between Woodford, Woodford Reserve and Castle and Key. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if, if you haven't been in there and, and eaten, it is, it's got that Southern charm, Southern flair. It's right on the creek right there. I, I the food is just excellent. Now we 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 stopped in there, Randy, but I don't think we ate any food, did we? No, we did. we just had bourbon that day. Actually, <laughs> great bourbon selection. Yeah, they and, a- and you know, my wife had never been to Castle and Key, and I said you got to at least see the grounds. So we were on our way back from um, doing something in, in Lexington, and we went back. You know, and I said, look, it's not that far out of the way. So we went to, to Castle and Key, and and that's that whole Glens Creek area. If you go Castle and Key and Woodford and and we got to get to Glens Creek, yeah, we do to, to the distillery there at some point, and go see old old Crow there and uh, that whole it's beautiful. You're talking about a beautiful drive. That's picturesque Kentucky down there. Yeah, there you go. So we got a couple of good recommendations, Brian. You got one for us? I do. Yeah. So at the Village Anchor, yeah, probably my favorite place to go to by far. Eric, phenomenal bartender. Grant, GM, guys are awesome. They have, have an excellent, excellent bourbon selection. Guys will take care of you. They can lead you through it all. Not sure what you want, but, I mean, they have they have everything. Now, that's in the uh, the east end of Louisville in a little town called Anchorage. That's correct. So, Not Alaska, folks. So, so almost to, to uh, Crestwood. Okay. So yeah. right off of 265. Uh, food is amazing, but uh, the bourbon their, selection their fish and is, chips is the best. The fish and chips are the best. Fish and chips, saying. they, yeah. I mean, phenomenal. They have a brunch that's pretty amazing, but they they take care of you. They know their bourbon. They do a really, really good job. I've never been steered wrong at the bar. At that's the right. Anchor. Never have. That's right. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm going to call out the silver dollar. I kind of like it. Oh, well, you get stuff at the silver dollar. You can't get it. <laughs> I, I like the bourbon, but yeah. I also like the uh, chicken and waffles. Oh, boy. Yeah. Chicken and waffles is pretty darn good there. That's, that sounds really good right yeah. now. Yeah. So they've got, they've Stop got with a, the food, y'all. Stop. Stop. <laughs> they've got a tremendous bourbon selection there. I mean, very extensive bourbon selection. And you can get just about anything you want. They also have some dusties there. So you can get some older bourbons. Too. Really? Okay. Yeah. 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 It's a good place to stop. And they also do. Um, picks with the distilleries now they don't sell their picks of their bottles out of the silver dollar you actually have to go over to their other store in germantown to get that i'm trying to remember what's, what's the name of that store over there do you remember i do not remember but i know that i mean it's it's fantastic yeah i put myself on the spot here but i'll make sure that i put it in the show notes so anybody that is interested in knowing that they can look that up but i yeah. think there's just louisville is you know, we, me and my wife have been all over America in the service and had some great cities that are great for foodies and stuff. But Louisville, they got some great food, and every place you go into has some great bourbon. I can't remember the episode, but we had Noah Glanville on from the Pit Barrel Cooker Company. And he said during his interview on the show, he he said that uh, he actually was at a point in his life where the company was starting to do well and he could choose wherever he wanted to live in the United States. So he was flying around looking at cities. Where do I want to move? Where do I want to move? And a couple of people told him, check out Louisville. And he came here and he said, this is it. Move to Louisville. Well, I mean, if you want to do a shout out, we were I've recently, my wife and I finally went over to Valari. Yeah. And um, I'm telling you, uh, when you can get fresh. Now, what's super, the chef's name over there? Um, Josh, Josh Moore. Josh, Josh Moore. Josh yeah. Moore. Okay. And uh, when you can get fresh seafood that was caught less than 24 hours, and it's right there, you know, the UPS hub here around more Maine lobster come through mm-hmm. Louisville, Kentucky than any other U- UPS hub in the country. And when you can get fresh seafood, you know, but I'm not saying we're landlocked, you know, but because we do have the Ohio River, but we're not by the ocean. And you can get some great seafood here and the, the whole farm to table when you have rural counties like here, like uh, Spencer and Shelby County. Right. Uh, folks, It's it sets it up for some, why why would you ever go eat at a chain restaurant? And, and Josh, That's right. he does the farm to table and it, it's, it's not just some marketing ploy with him. He actually grows most of that produce out on his farm and brings it into the restaurant. And that's what they cook with is actual the food from his farm out here in Shelby County. So, you know, that that you can't get no more real Kentucky mm, yeah. than that. That's right. So you've got you've got those guys. You've got Red Hog on Frankfurt Avenue. Those guys do an unbelievable job. And then River House down oh, on the that's, river. That's really good. I there. mean, they their seafood is, is John Veronese. John Veronese. So yeah. he's got Veronese and then uh, River House. And he's I got, mean, a, little, those, he's those got a little nightclub there too. We went to Randy. What was oh, that? That's right. Uh, um, Here we go. I'm putting myself on the spot again. <laughs> he gives me four pours and expects me to remember something. <laughs> that's right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they got a nice restaurant, and then and then after you're done eating, you can go over to their their nightclub yeah. and listen to a band and good music. River yeah. House. Yeah. They do it. River House. Yeah. They do a really good job. Took me a minute there, but but that's even right. the old Stone Inn right down the road here. Yeah. You know. Chef yeah. D is is you know he he's pretty particular about what comes in there and he has done some research. That's right. As right. far as local farmers and stuff. Going. All right. Well, we've given our listeners a whole list of things to yeah. do when they come to the bourbon culture. Everybody, Ladies everybody always asks. There yeah. you go. That's All it. Right. Good deal. Let's focus back on the bourbon, guys. What do you think? Who's this turn, is whose turn is it now? This is my pick. Oh boy. But, um, you Here know, we go. 
Be fair. Be fair. Now this is uh this is you know I well, would this say is the same thing we just had. Hold yeah. it. No, this this looks. <laughs> I'm just joking. This looks uh, a lot. Yeah, this does look a lot like the same color what Randy brought. No, I actually I would say well yeah about the same. Okay. You know, ever since you said graham crackers, that's all I'm going to smell now. That's Scram. right. Oh, my, just I hope a, you're happy. Isn't that amazing how it works? Well, just just somebody says something, a, a and you suggestion, just smell it. A power of suggestion. Yeah, I actually was stayed up late last night, and I, you know, some graham crackers and some some milk is always is good. Oh, right yeah, before that's you right. Sleep. Oh, that's man. right. Yeah. And I looked in our in our pantry. Yeah, no graham. There's crackers. no graham cracker. Oh. How disappointing was that? <laughs> oh, just need to start that diet I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I tell you what, I am definitely getting some of the same notes that Randy had. Uh, some of the you know the kind of the baking spice graham cracker gingerbread. But a little more alcohol on the back end for me on the on the nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I get a that. little more then, alcohol than that Hill that. had. Um, you know, it's got, uh, it's got a little bit, it's a little bolder for me, kind of a little bit, it kind of punches you a little bit more in the nose yeah. than, than the, uh, Heaven Hill bottle and bond. Right. So Jim, I definitely think that when we look at the nose, yeah. the difference between mouth open, mouth closed, what do you think? Oh, I didn't try it that way. Or you could use, we just got through inter- interviewing Mark Klein and his method is, as soon as you take a taste breathe out through your nose. And he said, all of a sudden you get some, some things that you don't normally get coming this way. It's almost like you reverse it. That's right. So you, when you take your, your first, first little sip, breathe out through your nose instead of your mouth and uh, see what happens well, there. I remember the tasting we did with Elizabeth McCall. Yeah. So kind of changed the way I did things a little bit. And I noticed a big difference in the nose. She would know, wouldn't she? She That's would right. Know, she would nose these things. Wouldn't That's she? right. She would. All right. Well, I'm going to taste it. All right. Somebody speak first. Well, it's got a little pepper at the back, but not as much as I expected from the nose. Well, from Jim, you would think something that it's got a little bit of pepper uh, to it. Uh, he needs to be a pitcher in the big leagues. He's always throwing curveballs, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's never going to throw you a fastball. It's always going to be a curveball. Brian threw the big curveball today with that overholt ride. Uh, that's probably true. <laughs> um, this, this one for me, and uh, again, I know what it is, but for me, this one's a little bolder on the palate. It was a little bolder on the nose. I think it's a little bolder on the palate. It's not as well rounded as the last one, but it's definitely more present. Does that make sense? Uh, no, it makes it makes sense. And the finish stays with you probably just a tad bit longer on this one, <clears throat> I would say. There's a lot more on the back sides of your palate, on the back and the sides. The finish is, uh, it's a good finish. Oh, and it rounds the corner very well. Is anybody else getting any bitterness on the back end? Just a tad. Yeah, maybe just a tad yeah, just of it. Just a little bit. Yeah. But what's weird is is a lot of these that I taste that have that bitter finish, when I add just a just a little splash of water sometimes helps that. And then ones that I don't have that problem when I'm when I'm drinking neat and I and I do a little water on that, and all of a sudden it turns bitter. It's like you can't water just a little drop or two of water will change some of that stuff for me. Just them tears. Yeah, just a little bit of tears. Now it's not Chuck Norris tears like you guys were having <laughs> last right. night, but but it, <laughs> Well, I want to put a little water in it because I want to test Randy's theory. No, what about just, what about the legs on that? What do you think? Uh, they're just they're they're pretty they're a little thin, but they're definitely sticking to the glass. 
They're not running quick, though. Yeah, Randy, adding a little water did tame that bitterness a little bit. Just it always and does it, just and a it tad sort of brings out some sweetness on the front mm-hmm. end. I, I just thought this glass is they're they're just so tiny in my hand. I just just hide it and <laughs> we need a mic, Karen. That's the green Karen, right? <laughs> All right, Randy. Well, the scoring is gonna start with you this time. Oh boy. I'm kind of like you. The nose was really bold. I'd have to give it a three Okay. on the nose myself. Um, maybe about a two and a half on the, on the taste, you know, because it, it did hang in there across the mid palate a little bit, rounded the corner fairly well. And, and the finish was to me is as good or better than, than the heaven Hill. So I would probably give that a three as well. Well, would you give the heaven Hill on the finish? Let's see. Randy gave a three to the heaven Hill on yeah, the finish. So I, I would give that a three as well. This, okay. this one here, it's really bold. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Rand, Randy's all about completing things. <laughs> He's done for the <laughs> short point. He's like, I'm, now I'm, I can I'm, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mike. You know, on the uh, on nose, I would I would give it a three. It's a uh, man. It is. It's there. It's a great bourbon. Um, on taste, eh, it's not my it's not my jam. But I I still give it a two point two five. Splitting hairs. I told you. Splitting hairs. Splitting hairs. Here we go. All right. And then on the, on the finish, maybe a two point five. I you know it. Yeah, right. I'd have to say to defend my stuff, it, I'm a I'm a weeded bourbon guy, and that's just who I am. And um, probably nothing will ever change my mind on that. You know, I am who I am, and I kind of like that. Well, you know, you're a bourbon, your way. Yeah. That's right. If I'm paying for it, I, I'm the one that's got to like it. That's right. Everybody's got their that's profile. Right. Well, no doubt about it. Like we were drinking your fighting cock. I was like, yeah, this is pretty good stuff. And I think a lot of people would really like it. But for me, it wasn't my profile. It yeah. Wasn't, oh, yeah. yeah. Which is funny because... It was there to compete with wild turkey. It's not your profile. Yeah. I mean. I mean, there you go. Well, <laughs> it's not wild turkey, my friend. Let me. That's right. <laughs> heard about something I want to throw out to you guys. Um, this guy was, he took his bottle with him backpacking in the mountains. And I guess it was this last spring. So there was still a little bit of snow and the, and the rivers were very, very cold. He likes his stuff on ice. Didn't have ice. So he stuck the bottle down in the creek. Or the river. And it, and it works, too. And and, and what he, he called it fire and ice because he didn't get any water from his ice cubes like he normally would, but yet it was cold. And he's, But he still got the heat from, you know, on the front end, especially when he, when he did. And he said, you know, boy, if I have my brothers, he goes, that's the way I want to drink my bourbon is fire and ice. And I thought that was kind of an interesting story. That's kind of cool. It's a cool story. Of, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I gotta try that. I gotta go to the mountains and put my bourbon in in the you know the river. Go ahead. Sorry about that, Fry. Just I mean uh one of those sperm of the moment things. Just you know. I feel like Jim kind of picked this one for me. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. It's right up my alley. You like this? Oh yeah. Good. This is good stuff. I'm gonna have to go three. Wow. Ooh, from Brian a three. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen. I have to go three. Oh my Uh-oh. goodness. The Japanese judges gave him a three. <laughs> That's right. Oh. And uh what do we go on three, the man? On the landing. Gotta oh, go three. Here we go, folks, all the way Uh-oh, across the there board. We go. There we go. Go from Brian no That less, went y'all. the coveted nine. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
All right, now it's on me, and this is my bourbon. Um, and five, five, five. Okay, well, no. <laughs> we get it. No, I've had this one before. Was it truly twenty dollars though? Uh, significantly less. But let me let me score it first. Seven ninety nine. No, wait a minute. Let me score it first, <laughs> and you guys can ask me questions. All right. So on my score, I'm going to give it. I think a fair nose on this is three. I tend to agree with you guys. In fact, all three of you gave it a three. I'm going to go on board with that. On the palate, this is this is kind of my jam. I like this stuff. I mean, I I can drink this on a regular basis. This is kind five. Of, no, no. I'm going to be honest <laughs> about it because look, I can taste a little bit of youth in it. All right. Yeah, it does have. A yeah, so so you know, it's not a well aged bourbon. It's a reasonably aged bourbon. Does that make sense? So I'm going to give it a three on the taste, on the palate. On the finish, I do, I do think that this is a um, a competitor to your Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond, but I don't think it takes it out. In other words, I think it's probably very approachable to it. I would say a 2.9. I'm just going to give it a three across the board no, because I think it's really close to it. Hey, at least I didn't lose. Yay. <laughs> all right. Ouch. So, so we'll, we'll tally all these up in a minute. Cause there's a little bit of decimal math here and I'm, I've had four pours. So, but uh, does anybody have any questions for me? Proof. 100. Really? From yeah. a major distillery? Yes. Hmm. Years. I told you it was the same thing we just had. No, I just, that's right. Years. <laughs> uh, I don't know exactly, but I can tell you it's at least four. You, you guys ask all the questions. <laughs> uh, Jim Beam Double Oaked. Definitely not Jim Beam Double Oaked. No. This is JTS Brown Bottled and Bond. Don't JT. think I'd ever had any of nice. till now. And what do you think the price is on a bottle of JTS Brown bottled in bond? Twelve ninety nine. Mike, what do you think? <sighs> Man, that's hard. I, eleven eleven bucks. Randy, I'm gonna go a little higher than that. I want to say in the fifteen to seventeen dollars range somewhere in there. <laughs> well, I can tell you this: if this was a ten dollar or under challenge. This bourbon could have been in it. What? Yeah, nine fifty. Nine fifty. See, curveball. I yeah. told you. <laughs> uh, My store is a little expensive. Yeah. Well, you know, the JTS bottle and bond can vary anywhere between, say, about nine dollars and probably fourteen. Is that right? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's a uh, Heaven Hill product. So it's made by the well, same. Well, I, I I got some of those same notes you did? that I did yeah. from the six year. So so three Heaven and Hill products tonight, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So let me tally these up, and we'll see who is the big winner tonight. What do you think? Guys, so we have totaled up the scores, and it appears that Randy and I have tied at 34.25 points. So Randy and I are sitting in the lead at 34.25 each. 
The next person is uh, Mike with Fighting Cock at 27.6. And then Brian. Oh, Brian. You're sitting at 23.85 with the old Overholt, which is a very good rye. I mean, I really enjoy it. But tonight it fared not so well. Brian, I thought the guests were supposed to win on this thing. That's, That's what right. I, I came here. I was like, me and Brian, are we're winners. And... Jim and, and Randy are going to let us win. See, that's not what I heard. I heard that the ringers were coming to do third four. <laughs> that's what I heard. And I said, man, I got to be bringing some A game on this thing. <laughs> you know, I'm like a Bulldogs fan to me oh, all the way. Yeah. I got to cheat it. I got to uh, cheat I, it. I'm I, not think, I think here's the story. Had this not been blind, you guys would have probably won. Because we'd have been looking at the labels and looking at who we were going up against and saying they need to win. Exactly. And, uh, but no. blind, and, you know, everybody knows the Bulldogs Fade out in the fourth quarter. So, you know, that we pulled this off. <laughs> oh, you guys are crimson tide. That's yeah, it. That's it. Oh, but I don't care who it is, where you are, the very best bourbon connoisseur on the planet. When you sit down with a blind pour, it's all equalized. And you never know who's going to come out on top. Because it is your palate on that day. On that, that particular day. That's on, a good point. Yeah. On that day. How you how you feeling that day yeah, too? Right. Sometimes exactly. <laughs> well, the sinus is messing up, and you can't get the nose right. Well, anyway, Randy and I tied, but uh, while we were away, we did a taste off between Randy and I, and uh, when we did that blind taste off between our two bottles, um, myself, Mike, and Brian chose Randy's bottle. And surprisingly enough, Randy chose the other. Randy didn't choose his own. So anyway, so Randy's bottle won the overall challenge. And that means that Heaven Hill bottled and bond six year, which is discontinued. Which you can't get anymore for $17.99. Is the champion of the day. Now, some can argue that you cheated, but I don't think you did. Well, at the time, at the time that that was gifted to me, it was bought for below twenty dollars, Randy, yeah. I don't, I don't feel cheated at all. I drank it, I loved it. It, it, there, it was there good. Was, there were I don't no feel losers cheated. here today. No, no losers, losers yeah. here today. I'm just saying. I would have to say that all four bourbons brought today were well. One of them was a rye. Brian, you you threw a curveball. That's right. <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> uh, all four bottles brought today uh, were delicious. They were good. They were really good. So. Guys, listen to me. There's some real heroes on the bottom shelf. Go out there and try them. They're darn good. Uh, But anyway, so as a result of Randy winning, he got to choose from anything he wanted on the top bar. What did you choose, Randy? Well, I went and got something I know that I personally probably couldn't afford on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, I take advantage of these moments when I can. But I got me some old Carter rye. Which batch? That number three. Oh, you know my that goodness. one I liked that had that lilac and that that flower boutique. One sixteen point two. All right. And then the rest of us. So what did you losers have? <laughs> <laughs> well, I chose the uh rabbit hole. Now this is this we were choosing from the uh, bottom shelf. Now these aren't necessarily losing 
drams, but they are the bottom shelf here. Uh, I chose the Rabbit Hole uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is a 95-proof bourbon from Rabbit Hole here. It's the 2017 Double Gold winner. Double Gold winner, and that's bottom shelf here? Yeah. That tells you everything <laughs> well, you need to know. Don't well, it? remember, this is my bar. <clears throat> And I get to choose what shelf to put the bottles on. Well, you can choose whatever that's, you want that's to. That's a high bottom shelf right there. <laughs> I can't quite reach the top so, of that yeah. one, can you? So I chose that. And so, guys, what did you choose? We, we I think both me and Brian, we chose your Infinity Bourbon. It, it uh, Man, that's got a dark color to it. Okay. That's right. So I, I keep an Infinity bottle. I think most of us probably do. But when a bottle gets down to about... Uh, an inch or less, probably less than an inch, half inch or so left in the bottom of it, rather than let it sit there and oxidize in that bottle. I just pour it through a funnel into a bigger bottle and we just, uh, we drink it. So you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen, that dark infinity bottle there. You know how sometimes on companies, when they say we've got this many years of experience, that thing's got a hundred years of experience there in that infinity. I will tell you this much. I can, I can assure you there are, there are everything from B-tax to rise to, um, you know, hard to find bottles to easy to find bottles in there because I, I, I don't keep track of my infinity bottle. When I pour something in it, I don't, I don't write it down. Jim, I don't know that I've ever had a bad infinity. I, I just don't know that I ever have. Well, I guess if you're a scotch drinker, somebody might throw a little bit of peated scotch in there and it might throw things off a little bit. I don't drink scotch on a regular basis. I've got a few on my bar, but... Um, but there's scotch in there? Um, if there is, it would be an unpeated scotch. Okay. So you won't you won't taste any peat. It was Paul. It wasn't Peter. It was no peat. <laughs> just Paul. <laughs> All right. I want to ask everybody what they think. What do you think about bottom shelf bourbons? Randy? You know... Um, bottom shelf. I I go to those for daily daily drinkers all the time. Um, you know, one of my daily drinkers, as most of y'all know, is is the ancient age eighty. It's now just above twenty, but um, cheap enough and and just a good solid daily drinker. And then save the good stuff for the weekends when you're on a budget. Yeah, you know? yeah. For me, um, you know, I. I like T.W. Samuels. I don't know if you guys have had it or not, but it is another Heaven Hill Bottom and Bond product. Um, usually you can pick that up at Total Wine for $18 to $20. Half gallon. Half gallon. So that's, a, that's a steal. That's a steal. And, uh, you know, among others. So today I brought the uh, JTS Brown. That's one of my favorites. You know, uh, Mike, you and I have gone out to the bar and we've had the... Uh, uh, what is that with the blue label on it? The early books. times bottled and bond. The early times bottled and bond. <laughs> a big favorite of mine. I, I think uh, any any bottom shelf, whether you're drinking it or as I like to do, I like to cook with it a little bit. You know, it it's going to get you some way, whether it is to make me uh, cheerful, happy. Yeah. Make me do that little jig, that Kentucky jig. Now, some bottles on the bottom shelf, you know, are not necessarily the best choice for drinking straight. Right. I mean, you, you cook with Old Crow, right? I do. That's like my favorite bourbon to cook with. Some people, they, they're like, I can't believe you're even but cooking it, with that. But but, a, but as a cooking bourbon or a mixing bourbon, it's it's just fine. It right? still brings out that flavor. I, I make chili out of it. Uh, I smoke pulled pork with it. Yeah. I make a mean bacon apple pie with it. Mm-hmm. But but a lot of people will tell you. I mean, it depends because we've had, well, like um, Virginia from Ertz Cakes. She goes, people love Woodford and think that it pairs good with with food. She said, but 
when I actually tried to put it in pies, it did not do as well as other brands in cooking. Yeah. Which is interesting because Woodford is actually known for its pairing with food. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, yeah, but you bet you if you try that double oak or that double double, you'd be <laughs> a whole lot different story. But what do you think, Brian? I mean, I really think it just depends on each person. Yeah. I mean, truly, I've done a lot of blind, a lot of blind tastings, and uh, I mean, it really just depends on what you like. So you can go buy something that's really cheap. People are like, oh, I don't like that, whatever. And it's great. You know, for me, Makers, mm-hmm. I don't care. Makers, 46. I, mean, I like it all. 46 and, is uh, good stuff. Now. Yeah, that's right. Like- and some people say, oh, you know, that's that's not good. You know, it's just, it's kind of regular. That French oak throws that curve in there. Boy, that's that right. ain't no good. I mean, those, <laughs> those people think that, you just bring your bourbon over to my house. That's right. Just leave, it, it, leave I mean, it over here with, with the bourbon road, and we'll make sure that we get on down to the next mile marker. Just that's saying. right. The well, beautiful <laughs> thing about bourbon is everybody has their own thing that they really enjoy and like. So... Whether it's Pappy, whether it's Four Roses, Makers, you know, Jim Beam, whatever it may be, we all have something that we really enjoy. Right. And so what, what the mainstream may say, if you enjoy to drink it, I mean, drink it, share it, (laughs) tell people that you like it and keep going. Yeah. So you just christened a new bar in your basement. That's right. Job well done, by the way. Nice bar. So if you were going to create a uh, a decanter on your bar that's unlabeled, what might you pour in it? Oh, wow. Never heard of that. Oh, wow. Is that pretty good stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, honestly, I would probably lean a little bit towards Four Roses just because a little bit more easy to get. But if I had something that I could get unlimited you know easy i would go blanton's probably 100 percent. yeah but here's my problem with blanton's and a decanter the first time i put, picked up blanton's was because of the bottle okay i didn't know what it tasted like had no jockey clue. juice yeah it, it, i was like well that's kind of cool got a horse up on there and the bottle's different mm-hmm. than the rest of the bottles on the shelf let me try this stuff and I'm sitting, and I, so for me, I would never put that in a decanter just because I love the bottles. So oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if it was unlimited, that's what I would pour 24 7 just the reg- for anybody. Just the regular, I mean, or would you try to go gold label or I mean, gold something? label, straight from the barrel. Obviously, straight from the barrel is probably the best. Got to do it with a little drop of water, maybe right, a, right. a very small piece of ice. Um, but as far as Blanton's goes, for me, I mean, it's the best. Yeah. So what do you guys think about the Infinity bottle? It's actually pretty good. The nose on it is excellent. Surprisingly. Yeah. Well, you guys have fun with that. With the lilac over here with me and the, the, the floral <laughs> boutique. You're in my smelling the roses. Yeah. Just run, I know it, it, run it with right. the roses over That's there. Me. Yeah. Infinity bottle. Great thing to do. Keep one on your bar, Brian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a way to go. I think that I have been surprised. I've never been totally disappointed with an Infinity bottle. I have had some that have knocked my socks off and some that are just like, okay, but I've never been disappointed. So it's definitely something to do. I I think if you 
if you had some bourbon, instead of having an infinity bottle, you'd have an infinity decanter. Yeah. You know, run out to a garage sale or to a estate sale and, and find yourself a nice decanter or something and start yourself an infinity. Or pick yeah. up one of those, uh, pick up one of those, uh, have those bottle and binds from what are they? The, uh, the old fits bottle and binds from the, oh. yeah, Th- those come in a nice bottle, you know, and, and the juice is okay. It's pretty good. I mean, it depends on like the most recent was a 13 year that they've got down there now at heaven Hill. And uh, if you can get your hands on that, my understanding is it's pretty good. I haven't tasted it yet. I think but you got to get up pretty early to go get that. You got to get up pretty early to go get that. But if you get that and you enjoy drinking that bottle down when you're done, you know, soak that label off of it. That's right. Turn it into a decanter and make an infinity bottle out of it. There you go. Start it with a little Flans Gold. There you go. You're, you're in good shape. Ooh, I to bet they would, uh, they would not like that, I don't think. Yeah. Randy, I think Brian rivals you as the Blanton's fan in the room. Uh, um, That's right. Well, Bland's is just one of the many that I like. I, yeah. I don't know what hey, to tell you. It's good juice know. right hey, there. I love it. And if right. you've never had the uh, Blanton's uh, maple syrup. Yeah. Good stuff, huh? Get that. That is. Now, where uh, do you pick that up at? You got to get it online. Uh, com, and uh, put that on some bacon or pork belly. Yeah. Whole different so, level. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I got a friend that actually taps maples over in Virginia. So I'm going to get some of his organic homemade maple. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take and, and we're going to do some of my wife's French toast with her with oh. her custard her bourbon custard oh, we'll make it out of blends for you okay i'm with coming a bland, for breakfast with a blends infused whipped cream and then we'll put that maple syrup oh, on the top right. of that french oh toast what gosh. do you think i might even throw in some homemade bacon for that oh, that's oh, right man. let me Talk tell you about, about this guy's homemade <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about this guy's homemade bacon it is something to die for it's so delicious hey all right when are we doing breakfast <laughs> <laughs> well fellas what do you think blind Bottle shares, blind bourbon tastings. What do you think about it? I I, I love it. You know, I the first time I'd ever did a blind tasting was with Jim. Um, probably the second or third third time we'd hung out, and yeah, it just kind of opened my eyes and you know educated me so much about bourbon and that you really don't know what you're drinking until you drink it blind. I think well, I think a lot of people are they hesitate in doing a blind because they're worried that they're going to get caught off guard. But the answer is. We all get caught off guard. We all really don't know what's going to happen when we taste that bourbon. We sure don't know what's going to happen because the first time I ever did a blind was with Jim as well, and we tasted until we were blind. So, you <laughs> and know, it, and it, it, <laughs> I'm just saying, you just never know what might happen. And it doesn't matter if you're Fred Menick or if you're Randy Menick. There you go. It's all equal. When you get a blind, I'm telling you, it's all equal. So I don't know about that. I tried to fool you one time and you got it to the T. You were like, hey, this is this is the brand. This is the proof. This is the year. It's bottled in bond. It is this right here. It is this bourbon. And I was like, man, I can't fool this guy. He is, I, he's I got just, it down. I was just having a good night. <laughs> <laughs> is there ever a bad night, though? Not, not when you're drinking bourbon. Nah. That's right. All right, fellas. Well, I've had a great time tonight. It's a pleasure to have you on. I tell you what, I'd like to do this again. Let's plan on getting together again for another third pour episode and just drinking some bourbon together. What do you think? 
I'd, I'd, love, I'd love it. I, I appreciate it. you guys having us on. Yeah, it's a blast. Thanks, guys. All right. Sounds yeah. like fun. Thank you. do appreciate all of our listeners and we'd like to thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with us here on the bourbon road we hope you enjoyed today's show and if so we would appreciate if you'd subscribe and rate us a five star with a review on itunes make sure you follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at the bourbon road that way you'll be kept in the loop on all the bourbon road happenings you can also visit our website at thebourbonroad.com to read our blog listen to the show or reach out to us directly We always welcome comments or suggestions. And if you have an idea for a particular guest or topic, be sure to let us know. And again, thanks for hanging out with us.